It's the KV Pod. Let's get it. Is it loading? We're updating right now. Oh, so, oh, it's only 280 megs. So that's like five minutes. It's No, this is going to be like <laughs> two minutes. It's going to be less. I always forget that coming here. Like at home, my the internet's Wi-Fi. like 600 megs to a gig. Yeah. And then I come here, I'm like, I can't like load Instagram where, or something. Where, like, where it at, though? Where's got, the Wi-Fi? Can you, you give me more? In, can you give me more in the headphones? Yeah. How about that? Um, yeah, it's a little better. More better. More better. I'm also hearing. Um, I don't think it's reverb. I hear like a something sounds a little funky. But I hear I, I hear like two of me happening at the same time. Oh, can you turn that knob to one side? I think it's the top knob. Wait, try the, the, turn that the other way. I can't remember. Yeah, there it is. That's you hearing just yourself. This is hearing yourself back from the computer. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. I sound like a robot. So can you turn it all the way back? Yeah, let me set this real quick and then I'll flip it back. You just turn the knob. No, I'm like <laughs> setting settings. So I got to hear what we're doing. Oh, you're oh you're hearing it through the EQ in the mixer. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. Well, and that's a blend knob. So, is there any value in leaving it halfway, or is it? Uh, usually, no. The only time I would ever do that is if I if you were like playing stuff back from your computer, like music, but playing you, to it. Yeah. But you weren't hearing yourself from the computer. Like, you'd have to mute your channel. Otherwise, you hear phasing between the two. Right. That was the headphone knob on the far right. Yeah. Like that. Then you hear it, too. That's when you sound really robotic. Oh, that's even worse. Because yeah. Because you're okay. hearing yourself immediately and then the latent version through the computer. Even though it's a couple milliseconds. Right. That's what that changes. So if you're all the way. Well, that's what I thought was happening when you had it turned right there. Yeah. But that's I not mean, what's happening? It might be just the ever so slightest bit of the... Even. Like, it's not fully one way or the other. It still blends it just a little bit. Okay. And so that that's might interesting. be why you're still hearing it. Because uh, then I, I almost don't trust any settings I would be... I'm adjusting. Uh, Yes and no. As long as you're not listening to stuff while you're recording as you're adjusting either that or you just have to be aware of it and because what i'm hearing now in the headphones is way not what i want to hear on the podcast like it sounds phasey and yeah the phasiness wouldn't be there it's more the like eq and compression will be there but like once it's back i don't know i'm like you know what you're listening for yeah. because this sounds completely foreign and like i do yes. not want to listen to this on a podcast yeah no it's more I just know what it is and I can what it should sound like in this yeah in and this scenario. Like, yeah, I don't know where the little bit of phasiness is coming from, honestly. Okay. 
but yeah and i don't necessarily know how to what to look for and all of that and how to optimize voices i just think it sounds okay and so i don't mess with it yeah the only thing i mess with is the reverb knob the high low mid knob and that compression knob yeah because i turned but off... i don't but i didn't look at all the plugins i had going on gotcha yeah i turned off the reverb and stuff because i didn't want to hear that because i was like maybe that's what's doing it and it didn't change anything so yeah either that the or... reverb is pretty low to begin with anyway is there another headphone extender or not? uh i have one in my bag that I, I can give you i only have one i got one we're we're getting the headphone extender hey the game already updated we've got some other updates in the queue so i might as well do yeah alan is soot he's got the 20 foot cable on tap how many gigs is this update 20 that's light for a call of duty call of duties are like 100 gigs 150 gigs for an update yeah why crazy they're fat updates that's a whole game yeah be able to hear the game it's insane (laughs) I'm That's like, crazy. I'm like, dude, what are we doing? <laughs> like, why? For what reason does it need to be that big? The new skins are in so much detail. <laughs> They're in 1,000K resolution. 12K. Um, I wonder for the update, how much of that memory Ooh. stays on your system and how much self-destructs after the update? That's a good question. I mean, I'd imagine most of it stays... Because there's no way... It maybe flushes out old stuff, but like if it's downloading that much stuff, it's downloading that much stuff. It It's probably not doing that like, oh, and we keep three versions of the past game. I would imagine it's almost just that like... That it's overwriting. Yeah. Yeah, some of it can be corrective, um, so it doesn't... You don't net the entire size of the update. Yeah. Jared's mic sounds way better than mine right now. He got that condenser. Yeah. Yeah. But does it even have phantom power on? Um, Is it a real condenser? Am I condensed? Okay, so quick review. Difference between dynamic and condenser mics. Go. Uh, Depends. It's the electronics. Yeah, the electronics. So a dynamic microphone is a diaphragm and a wire coil. So a speaker. Yes, backwards. Just in reverse, yeah. I get that. A condenser is a usually some sort of plastic, usually like mylar, really thin sheet of it. A diaphragm. Diaphragm. And then there's a metal backing plate behind it. Okay. And something with the pressure changing when sound it's, hits it. It's it's capacitance. It's yeah. changing it's changing geometry. So you have two parallel plates and then when the distance between those changes, um the capacitance will change, which will either um which then produces the electric signal. Yeah, it's yeah. like having water in a bag and then squeezing it. It'll either push out water or suck in water. Yeah. So then So it's just changing that pressure down the line, which then creates current so then the effect the desired acoustic effect of using acoustic just like the sound effect you want is what or the application difference is um one is sensitivity frequency spectrum for condensers is usually a lot higher um usually higher transient what's that so transient being like when i clap that initial like sound wave that comes from it yeah 
is a lot it's a lot more accurate for that yeah whereas like if you think of a dynamic microphone it's a coil of wire and this like diaphragm it's heavy and so it takes more energy to move and so it's going to smear that transient a little the intricate details of the sound input yes are lost on the dynamic mic on a a dynamic mic you have a magnet moving through a coil of wire and so that is what makes the sound and so um the diaphragm is catching the pressure wave and that is mechanically attached to um, the magnet. And so you have a couple of links in that system, um, translating from the, the sound being captured and then being translated to an electrical signal. Whereas in the, the condenser microphone, it's, it's very direct. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, all the parts are much, um, thinner and lighter and, uh, much more sensitive. So if you're podcasting, do you really care what kind of mic you have? Yes and no. You can get good versions of you can get yeah. good or bad versions of each one. You could like if okay. you're a good engineer, you can make a potato sound bad. It's obviously not gonna sound, sound like good. you mean a, sound good? Yeah, that's what okay. I mean. you, <laughs> I was can like, it. you can also take a million dollar microphone and make it sound bad. I was it's like, I can make a potato sound bad, <laughs> but no one pays me for that. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, if you know what you're doing, especially for podcasts, like no one's look no one's gonna notice if you're recording podcasts with a $30,000 microphone on everyone, like they're really, or a $50 or, audio yeah. technica. Ideally you speak. want the microphone to not exist. But yeah. Pretty much in terms of how it sounds, but there, well, I say that in one fashion and there was a video that I watched. The guy did like three tiers of microphone. The first one, you could definitely hear that the microphone existed. The second one, you couldn't really tell that it existed, but then the highest tier, you could that tell that the microphone was there. It was, it was mainly in how much low end there was. Um, yeah, in this term of saturation, it sounded good. Yeah. Um, whereas the one in the middle, the, um, it sounded like I was sort of sitting in the room. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like, you're doing a podcast. Like if it's not, if it's good enough to not turn people away, it's like, you're good. And so it's not really worth it in my mind to really fret over it that much. It's also like, I don't know, you have, you have the gear you make do. It's more about what you're doing. Really it's kind of the same concept with engineering too of like when you're making music and you're making records it's like yeah you could have millions of dollars worth of gear but if that's what you need to make a good song it's like are you even making good music in the first place yeah so it's like have use what you have sometimes that fosters creativity and makes stuff cool but i'd much rather have the microphone in front of me that i can make stuff with than dream about one that I don't have. Yeah, sure. Cheaper, I mean, cheaper equipment usually needs more coercion to sound good. Yeah. Or once you get it to a decent baseline, now you can't actually do anything with it beyond that. Yeah. And so, uh, having something that's more transparent or more clean up front will allow you to have more artistic or corrective liberties, yeah. uh, down the line. Whereas all of that, you know, you, you through processing, you, you are degrading the signal. You can't, um, you can just make it sound less bad. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So we're getting this Minecraft world set up. Alan wants a bonus chest, chest. but I feel like that's pretty cheap on top of all of the stuff we're about. No, each of us gets a bonus chest. So I think that's fine. No, I think is it everyone I gets feel like one we or should, is it just a normal one? I mean, we can, uh, I'm down no, to I guess start it's just from one. scratch. I think, I think we should. What difficulty are we on? Normal. Ah. Uh, we could do 
I mean, there is worse. If there's a keep inventory, that would be good for casual. Yes. I, the, yes. If uh, we're doing keep inventory, do it on like really hard. <laughs> I, <laughs> dude, no, normal, normal, normal is difficulty enough. is hard, especially in a cave. Yeah, when normal, you yeah. normal is hard enough. But if you're keeping your stuff, I like, love how I I'm in the cheats menu and keeping inventory is considered a cheat, whereas. Yeah. A bonus chest was just advanced settings, as if like that's normal. But yeah, I mean it only affects it once. Okay, Al, do you want hard difficulty? I think if we're doing keep inventory, it'd be kind of fun. Hostile mobs spawned and deal more damage. Hunger bar depletes and drains all health. Oh, so hunger kills you? Yeah, yeah, rather than taking you down to three or half a heart. I would, I would just stick. Dying with normal. from hunger is kind of insane. I would stick with normal. Yeah, we'll do normal. Anything else? What I turned on a different setting that I don't normally turn on. Oh, do, a starting map. Yes, I turned that on. Do I have my shaders turned on? Is it going to look beautiful for me? Isma, <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday. <laughs> That's uh, my packs active, basic. So I can kind of hear the game acoustically through my headphones yeah i don't so know if i'm just... like hearing it through the microphones or like literally through my headphones well either way i'm just saying it's gonna um Can we add i don't know if this computer it's is... gonna be hard to hear all the creepies around us Here, pause, you can turn on subtitles one second. Go, boom, fourth mic. all right one second during online play, you may be exposed to chat messages or other types of user-generated content that has not been rated and may not be suitable for all ages. Yeah. Jared, we're playing online with you right now. It's a toxic Minecraft community. If you start talking about poop, we're going to have to kick you off. What's plod plod? Oh, pod plod. What is plod? Like, plod is like we're plodding forward. Uh huh. Like we're working. If I take any word and then just add, make it into a gerund, and then I'm like, yeah, that's what we're doing. Well, plod is an actual verb. Well, yeah. I read a book this summer called Plodactivity, which is basically oh, um, a book about it. the theology of work and the theology of like materials and technology and stuff. It's a really short book. It was actually really cool and helpful. Um, but one one thing that the author talked about at the end is how to be like a good worker. And he was just talking about... Oh, we spawned right... Sorry. One of one of the principles is consistent small effort is bigger than short-term large effort. Um, and so that's the idea of plodding forward. Like, I'm just going to... And, and I've applied that like as a teacher of like when I'm grading... Like, instead of being like, okay, I'm going to get all the grading done right now. We're going to block out four hours. It's like, nope, I'm just going to grade a little bit for 10 minutes. And then in my next pocket, I'm going to grade for a little bit, 10 minutes. And then, like, that's a better Well, and that's approach. just much more sustainable. And that's what everyday life looks like. If every if you live your life between sprints, uh, it's just very exhausting. Yeah, for sure. Hey, we spawned next to a we village. We spawned next to a floating village. A float? Whoa. Yeah, Wait, it's, how am I, it's how totally am I open screen? underneath in the water. Join as player two. Very interesting. Is this going to be tiny? They have cows. How did you Bro. spawn? How did you join this game, Jared? Um, Alan is my friend. Where am I? And I just joined him in Wait, game. Wait, hold on. Yeah, why can't I? 
Hold on. Wow, he's got bread. Okay, I need sign to mess in. with the well, UI well, settings. Let me sign in. These are. You're already signed in. Alan. No, but like, where am I? You're not in the split screen. Yeah, let me find yeah, these settings. What are we doing? Okay. Yeah, because it says I'm on there. Yeah, you auto sign in. Yeah, I still did on this Xbox. I did. I kept this one as my ex, as my home Xbox. That way, you still have like Xbox Gold and all the games that are on my account. Yeah. Merry Behavior Christmas. packs. Thanks. Since when is there behavior pack? Yeah, and my roommate does the same thing, so I just have all his games. I'm like, sick. I'm like, you pay for Game Pass, you pay for all that stuff. I'm like, yeah. cool. Happy with me. Uh, Vertical, yeah. Wait, no, do horizontal. Hor Horizontal's better. You want a top-bottom yeah, screen? Yeah, you get a wider field of view, <laughs> Fair enough. which is more advantageous. But why is it not on? That's what I want to know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, why does GUI scale modifier zero or minus one? Like you can shrink it a little bit and that's Bro, it. <laughs> maybe you gotta hop out. Wait, that says me. What? Are you playing as me? No, I switched. I think you're playing as me. Well, I switched accounts. Look, see, I'm right here. No, I'm in Alan. Uh, I'm in Alan's world. Yeah, I think you're playing as me. How does that even? I don't know. Uh, uh, so just so save, save and quit. Oh. Did it kick you out, Jared? I was getting some cow stuff. Okay, uh, log out real quick. Yeah, we're on my account. Yeah. Clearly not. No, because, so, click click out. Yeah, oh, it's because I started the game. That's why. You with click? your controller? Yeah, with my controller. I thought, no, I'm, I thought I clicked on it. It attributes oh. your account to your controller. I don't think, I don't know. Even out of the game. Who knows? I don't understand. Free prison. <laughs> prison is free. It is tax paid. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Could work. I still don't hear the TV, Al. Is it set It's up? in there. It's just kind of quiet here. Where's the, the remote? We're getting somewhere. Hello. We got signal. Nice. But the thing, okay, I guess it'll play with sounds for you, and my sounds are totally different if I'm somewhere else. Oh, yeah, these are all different things now. Okay. Yeah, need a so AB mixer. that world is not going to be on yours now. We just do it again. Yeah. Now you got your sounds? I got my sounds. Yeah, now I have all of your game sounds. <laughs> Can you Jared's turn that gonna... down in my headphones? No, we are not that fancy. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Jared's going to like oh, hear a yeah. creeper or something by me like, what? That is true. I mean, here, let's do this. So uh, many. Is that better? What if you turn off recipe unlocking? Do you automatically get them or do you not get new recipes? <laughs> Wait, what? recipe you can't unlock, unlock recipes. Yeah, recipes are just like there. Well, I'm in the advanced settings, and there's one called recipe oh, unlocking. It's nice to do that. It makes it's an easier way of like viewing. Oh, viewing stuff. Otherwise, yeah. it just shows you every single recipe. Whereas the unlocking is like, okay, here's what's in your inventory. Here's what you can build. No, but and that's so it makes but it a that's, lot that's a setting that should be in the UI that you can turn off and on yourself. I don't know. As you're doing it. Education edition. 
Nice. Okay, I think we're set with the rolls we decided earlier. Education. Bro, why is this falling over? What did you just adjust, Jeez. Al? With what I put us on the listening to the mix versus the actual raw. Because then I can turn the stuff down. But it's at least there. Know what I mean? I know what you mean. I can feel you, sir. You're firmware? I clicked on create and everything froze like it's loading, but I'm not convinced it's actually loading. Sick. Hit it again. I'm clicking so many things. Heck yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's doing something. Got something happening. When wandering in deep dark, silence is key. That's what I was saying. If you're in deep dark, <laughs> I, would like, not, I would not buddy, be there. you doing okay? How we doing? What's, well, I'm just, what's life I like? just meant that from a Minecraft perspective. <laughs> I didn't mean that like an actual depression. But whatever. It's like you need to talk about something? I'm here, man. I still can't. I don't know. I can't feel my. I can't hear myself in my ears as much as I would like. Well, here. I'm How about gonna, that? You're just going to jack up my... Give him green. Yeah. What? You want louder? I'll give you more oh, louder. Maybe. Okay. I can join you. Maybe that'll get yeah, this hasn't something. frozen this bad before. Well, no, it's getting there. It's changing things. Okay. Like, maybe me out. doing something added something for you. Maybe. Jared's like, maybe I fixed the problem. I the loading the bar problem. is loading. Oh, now we won't get the sweet spawn that we got. Yeah, no well. floating house. Oh, I'm in your head. Okay, what? hello. <laughs> Sick. Alan, Jared sent me a wild video of a guy explaining the history of world generation in Minecraft, of Using like how they developed voice. it over what time. Is, what does that mean? So, like, if you program like talking about the, the heights of... Like, how do we generate the worlds in Minecraft? Yeah, so, like, ah, programming the height. Uh, so, yeah, if you just if, if we, yeah, if we just focus on the, the elevation, uh, how do you make a suitably random but also, like, navigable no. and reasonably realistic uh, algorithm, or, you know, an algorithm to produce reasonably realistic terrain in Minecraft? Um, and it was based on... Uh, noise and so it's like a 2d sort of blotchy image where white is high elevation and black is low elevation hmm. and so they do and then there's different parameters for this noise generation and so um, they did one for terrain and then they did one for making the caves and so they have uh, the big cavernous caves. I can't remember what the word he used. Uh, and then there were spaghetti caves, which are long trails. So, yeah. So what you do for the long ones is that you get the, the noise and then you put a threshold on it. So, it, like, at a certain threshold, it cuts uh, above and below. So then you just get, like, the boundaries of all the gray and black. And okay. so then those will be long, um, like really straight lines uh -huh. and so that that's how it like connected the caves and then they did similar things for making the rivers and then they did another like layer for adding the 
the terrain. Um, it was pretty interesting. They had like, f- and then the, the, so like in the terrain they had, or for for the biome generation, there's temperature and humidity. Okay. And so based off of those things, you'll get the different terrains. So it was, it was a pretty interesting like 30, 30, 40 minute video. That sounds fun. Uh, there's water people that'll kill you. Oh, I was un- I was underwater. I didn't realize it, and I was drowning. Well, that'll do. <laughs> uh, do you have your computer charger? Me? Yep. Yeah, it's on the ground. You just reach down and plug it in. Yeah. What? I can't put it in quake mode. <laughs> um, but Al, what I was also wanting to bring up with like the Minecraft world generation is just like how vast the worlds are now. Yeah, especially now. They used to be like what ten by ten. Like yeah, well it was like well, three no, by three on console, on console yeah. it was, but on the yeah. computer and I totally it was missed huge. that they're gigantic now. They're and like infinite. Now. Well, no, now it's like two, two to the two hundred or two to the sixty. I think it's two to the sixty-four. So like insane. It's not. It's not literally infinite. It's but practically. It's, it's yeah, practically, practically infinite. There's um, no way you're getting. Jared looked it up. Much. I think at one point, and it was like. 250,000 maps wide. Yeah. Jeez. Like, I'm getting a slight buzz. I got a buzz too. There it go, went away. That would be my microphone. Sick. Is it the cable? Maybe. We're on a pretty interesting. cable. Fun fact. Um. Place yeah, here. I got some busted cables. Yeah, we, we kind of generated in an island place. Yeah, yeah what's, what's the goal here? Are we, like, mining? Are we doing other stuff? What's the plan? Are we mining or are we crafting? Exactly. Well, I want to I look around the immediate area. Those big see mushrooms. We got dark forest over here. That's cool. Um, I got to figure out where everyone is. All right, got... Oh, okay, that, you guys are still on the island. The big mushrooms. I grabbed some sugar cane because I saw it across the way. Because we can make paper, but I realized we already have maps, basically. Um, Whoa, I've got smooth scroll on my mouse, and I scroll a little bit, and my inventory goes, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so that is not usable. Sick. Wait, did we spawn with a chest? No, that is sick. All right, going. Can't, um, can't make it too pansy. Uh, that's not pansy. We got a. F- oh, there's some. Yeah, we're in like an island area. All right, we're gonna need some boats. Copper is such a cool addition to this game, but that does nothing. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally it's, it's just only for, for decoration. Aesthetic. Yeah, you can make cool looking bricks it out of it. Like disabled. I made um, uh, what am I call it? I made this like Copper. little vault out of it. And then there's this other like walk-in vault. Yeah, but then there's this other like gem that when you walk on it, it like plays notes, <laughs> and it sounds like a like a music box. So I made the whole vault floor out of that. So you're just like walking around. It's like ding ding ding. ding. I think that's cool. the geode. It's like that purple stuff, amethyst or something. Yeah, uh, kind yeah. Of. Al, what my default thing is, I always mine and then make like underground fortresses. Gotcha. Um, and then anytime I make a house, I go find a mountain and dig into the mountain and make like a mountain fortress. Mm-hmm. So that's my rut. 
That's usually we can, we my like default. Stuff. I kind of want to find like a little plane or something and like actually build a house and then do like a little farm situation. I feel like that could be kind of fun. But I we're would. also in the middle of literally nowhere. <laughs> like so. Well, these trees are well. Beefy. It, yeah, we're in like an island. That's like in the dark forest. The the I think it's called dark forest. Is um, it? But they kinda, have the dark. Oh wait, what's on the, the dark other side oak here? Wood. Oh, there's a. Yeah, where's what's big this? cavern down here? What's the word on biomes and mining? Um. So there's there's emerald in the mountain and taiga stuff. Yeah. But everything else is about the same. Pretty universal. It's more depth. That really changes yeah. stuff. Well, we oh, the, need... the the Z also goes down to minus sixty four now. Yeah. Um. We we do kinda... we can move on to a different place. I like um, the dark oak stuff. But we need to. Um, and the mushrooms are here. We need to make this like a a place where we can. Easily to. go. Yeah, move away from because this is the world spawn. So like we There's need a like big... a camp with boats or you know like boats or something. Oops, yeah. I fell down. Um, and maybe chests of food or something. I'm trying to think, how hard's a map to make? Well, a lot. very hard. Well, not crazy because you need a compass, okay, compasses, redstone, and iron, I believe. I'm saying we need like a sugarcane farm and, and then sugar cane. and mining. Sugarcane's pretty easy to find. I can find that real quick. Uh, I just got some. Yeah, don't Sick. come down here. <laughs> yeah, there's skeletons AKA, down there. Don't get stuck here. Okay, so I'm gonna two These trees are huge. Um, I was yeah in my other world. I'm probably gonna start raising horses soon because they're cool. I, know, I was walking around. I was like, "Oh, there's all these cool horses, different oh, colors." Dang it. The right. Skeletons are the worst. Uh, yeah, they're monster. annoying because they don't move. Yeah, they just, they just like get stuck in. Yeah, they get stuck in random spots and they don't move, and you're just like, "Sick, thanks, dude." But then you gotta, you gotta get to them. Watching yeah. Anne of Green Gables. Shalene is gonna love all of those movies. Yeah, so much. I was surprised she's never heard or seen them before. I like that's like right up her alley. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think when we first watched those. It was like we did like a New Year's marathon or something. Well, like that, that might be the first time you remember. Because there's a couple that, times we watched the peripheral Avonlea. Yeah. Ones growing up. But I remember, up. like, as a family, we sat down and were like, all right, we're going to watch all these. Well, I told the, I just now, when I was upstairs, I said that was our first New Year's um, marathon. Is marathon. That, is that, that what was the was? inaugural marathon, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, what did we do after that? I think it was the Bourne movies. Yeah. Or the Bourne movies. We did Lord of the Rings. The first one. We did do yep. Lord of the Rings. We did do the Star Wars ones. Um but yeah, I think last year was Star Wars stuff. But that was yeah, yeah, New Year's. The lag on this is killing me. <laughs> this is terrible. Okay. It's about <laughs> it's a dark. About to be nightfall. Dang it! I forgot that we need some sheep. There's a sheep over here. That's gonna help no one. 
Nobody. I kind of want to just like we need light some shears. the place on fire and get rid of all of the. <laughs> kind of just want to like uh, burn the world down. You know? Oh, there's so many sheep. Leaves I'm over here in this area. All right, we already got mobs. And you wanted to play on hard. Well, we're not doing keep inventory. I turned it on. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Well. <laughs> Should have put it on hard. Screw these guys. Okay, I got enough for... How much wool do you need for a bed? Two or three? Three. Well, I got enough for one. All right, this skeleton's about to kill me, but who cares? It nice. is really laggy. Yeah. Is it laggy for you, too? Yeah. I got a skeleton on a horse over here. Nice. There's no debug overlay. You got a creeper right behind you. Creeper right behind you. You guys need to get underground. I don't see him. Underground? Hey, he blowed up. Creeper behind us again. Yeah. <laughs> Good kill. Hit him with a stick. He hit me with a shovel. Oh, another sheep. Um, I have... Where did I just have that stuff? I have like a chest over here. Let me go grab it. Move it to where you are, Jared. Oh, that's a baby sheep. Do they have wool? Probably not. Apparently not. Don't even have meat. <laughs> you got well, nothing. Oh, that's a. Was slain by a zombie. Down. Jeez. I didn't even see him hit me. You've been zombified. Wait, where is this light coming from? Is there lava? Oh, there's a torch. Someone was down there. We need, oh yeah, torches are helpful. There's a bunch of whoa! Yikes! Yikes! Thanks a lot. Uh, Jared already made a door in a cave. <coughs> whoa, dude in armor! Heck yeah! These guys are spawning like crazy. Okay, we need to get a lot of wood so we can at least have a chest or two. I have both. Bro. Al, we're camping out in this, uh... Hold on, I'm trying to see if I can get the armor from this dude. Ah, I didn't drop it! Yeah, yeah they're not really going that's to. That's lame. <coughs> what are you... Oh, that's stupid. Alright. Enderman. Sick. Where'd all my planks go? I guess I already used them. <laughs> Oops. Let me go find my chest real quick and I'll bring it over there. So many people. Holy cow. Yikes. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> okay, we got one bed. Yeah, we should have like a bed set out and then beds. You should have a bed in your inventory. In your yeah, carry it around a carry around. Well, you don't even need a hey, bro. Chill. Whoa. Ender dude, or the witch dude, what they're called. Wizards, those are the ones that are really annoying. Bro, why is there a skeleton in gold armor? There's no reason for that. I mean, it's stunned on him. You see the drip? You see the drip? It's dripping. 
Do I have food? I feel like I should have mutton. I do have mutton. Something's biting me. He burnt me. Do you like watching White Christmas every year, or is that something you need to watch more spaced out? I feel like uh, Whitney and Mom and Shalene could watch it every year. I'm not quite on that level. I'm down for every year. I'd be down for, like, a trade-off of, like, White Christmas and It's a Wonderful Life. That's fair. Like, you hit one of those every year and you're chilling. Yeah, I, I'm not opposed to watching a seasonal movie um, but having it be the same one every year um, like, let's do something new could be something to um, not look I mean if to. it's um like Home Alone or something like that yeah watch it every year or like um what's why am I blanking on the movie name Elf no we don't watch those Christmas story. movies yeah, Christmas as story. ceremonies but those are more comedic and so it's like yeah you can it's a little more of an obvious thing for a dude to be like, yeah, put that on. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just more of like, you gotta wait till after Thanksgiving and then do all the Christmas. Oh, I was literally about to make a furnace. Whoa. So many mobs. I have my roommate, his um, family, they just have a seasonal tree to where it's up it's a 14 foot tree it's up all year and depending on what season it is they change the decorations for it and <laughs> so it's like an easter tree it's a valentine's day tree it's a fourth of july tree they go all out for halloween and so it'll turn into like a fall halloween tree and then november 1st comes in it's like full-on christmas full-on president's day and they have i think it was like 53 trees that they put up in their front yard and like do the whole setup like it's crazy it's intense but it looks good but it's so much commitment I, I really I thought Jim Gaffigan's bit about decorating for Christmas was pretty funny where he's like yeah, why don't we like decorate for Christmas why is decorating for Christmas like exactly what a drunk person would do it's like uh Chop down this tree, bring it in my living room, <laughs> and I hang my socks on the fireplace. <laughs> like, nice. That was pretty funny. Okay, I'm kind of at a loss of what I'm supposed to do. Dude. I want to be outside, but everything outside wants to kill Everything me. outside yeah. is dangerous right now. Yeah, but it's like you don't have consequences for when you die, so. You and Josh, when we were playing poker, you're like, it's fake money. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> and I'm like... But don't you want to be good at the game? If, like, Daniel, like you, only, you only have to gain when you don't lose your inventory. If you want to... It's like if you end up killing someone, cool. You got a couple extra things. If you want to craft stairs for this, then that would be good. Stairs for the stairs. Fair enough. Oh, my gosh. Wait, you don't even lose your XP. Yeah, this is great. It's pretty broken. You can lose XP? Yeah, well, normally when you die, you, you lose can XP. lose XP. As if that's a question. <laughs> it's like my man's never Minecraft before. I do not know the things. 
when you go and mine quartz all day and get like 30 <laughs> levels and then we'll see i don't even know what xp does for you Why it's, do I for, it's, it's good for enchanting it's used later in the game oh the part of the game that i never get to. <laughs> never been there yeah no one ever the first me. goal is to get iron oh and then that is gets you obsidian and diamond and then once you get diamond and obsidian you want to create another portal or an enchanting table and then you can get enchanted um you can enchant your tools and now you can make them last way longer yeah and so you get like a crazy tool work faster yeah so that's that's a significant portion of the game is just getting your your setup done and then you start building on your your house and then you can have a house. Yeah. It's like, like then you burn it. So the thing is that the reason I think Minecraft is successful to the degree that it is is because it taps into something that is deeply innate to humans, which is literally Genesis um, go and subdue the world and have dominion. Where, like, deep, 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 deep down, humans all have the drive at some level to, to be subdue the earth, industrious. to be industrious, to be creative, and to, like, make a living and make a, a culture, make a civilization. And so, because it, the, the production of this game is not, cannot be the appeal. Like... No, it's, it's not. too simple. It doesn't look cool. It doesn't sound cool. Um, it's definitely it's very rudimentary compared to other games that have an aesthetic appeal. The soundtrack be kind of banging. I ain't gonna lie. Well, and and there whatever. there are shaders <laughs> to make it look nicer. But it is true that uh, it's not hard for it to be worn out relatively quickly. Because yeah. if it just looked cool, it would only last for, like, a year, and then the hype would be gone. Well, I think that's part of the appeal of it, too, is, like, it's so open-ended of, like, yeah, there's a little stuff you can do, but it's, like, just it really, do whatever but, you want. And there's just enough stuff to where it's, like, okay, I can follow a little bit of a storyline. There are some goals of, like, make a pickaxe. Cool, you made a pickaxe. now. But that's not a story. Those are, just, those are just goals. I, I think the biggest... Appeal was the discovery of things, of yeah. knowing all the hidden stuff. Yeah, I mean, you go into Minecraft Wiki and they say like, "Oh, this has this chance of doing this. This is this chance of doing that." Some of that was discovered through leaks. Other of it was just discovered by people's, in, you know, by user keep, data, by user data, and keeping much. track of things. Um, and then when the Nether was in, <clears throat> introduced, <coughs> excuse me. I got Tickle Me Elmo going on over here. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> is a tickle in my throat? Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway. Um, but, like, the... Just discovering everything um, has a very large appeal um, and is a very big part of it. And yes. so, at this point right now, a lot of it is worn off, you know. I mean, they add new things, but um, most of it is either the community surrounding Minecraft or, um, you know, like you were describing, Daniel. Yeah, so, yes, and that's another thing that's cool is the, dis the excitement of discovery is also a huge appeal because if the game was just build and create, but, you, but you're omniscient, 
then it's less appealing. But the fact that the world is very vast and you're discovering new biomes, you're discovering new areas and animals and materials adds to the excitement of doing something in that world. Yeah. It's not so much of a, like, there is a bit of a grind of like, oh, I need to build this. So that means I need to get a whole bunch of this. Okay. Now I'm low on coal. Okay. I got to get my farm. I'm running out of food. You know, there, there's a bit of a grind in that, but there also is a very strong creative aspect where once you have everything at your disposal, you can create, um, very well oiled machines, um, in terms of, uh, like just entire inventory systems and all that. So there, there is a huge discovery and creative, uh, aspect. Yeah. And, and then also <laughs> the, the mechanics of mining and building things is very, very, very simple. And so there's an aspect of like, it's a very low friction operating kind of thing. Like in order to run the game, I just need to run around and hit stuff is literally all you're doing. And so it's also appealing in the simplicity of operating in the world. Whereas if you wanted to make it super realistic, it's like, oh, we're going to get into like the intricacies of how you actually mine in the earth and then how you actually grow. And it's like they've simplified all of those um, endeavors and all of those industries down to like, can you click a button and like hit it? Like if you hit the rock, it goes away. If you hit the dirt, it turns into like a thing you can farm. And so like the, the mechanics of doing everything is also simple, which gives a a very low barrier to entry. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So anyway, whoa, we've already got a ton of food. You guys are like fast. Get the snacks. Yeah. Well, I'm on like one heart of health, which is why I'm not doing much because I need to eat. Yeah, I've just been out here like dying. I'm trying to get down to. I was trying to find. I found iron a minute ago, and then it wasn't in my inventory, so I don't know what happened to it. Well, you oh. have, make sure you mine it with a stone pickaxe. Well, I did. Which is yes, and then the other thing is when you have a very open. Alan was talking about the open-ended aspect of Minecraft, where like you can do whatever. It's not a. It's not a role-playing game. <laughs> yeah. Um, that leaves room for another very appealing thing, which is self-expression. Yeah. And I was reading something about Fortnite, about how part of its appeal and why it has lasted so long is because it's not just a fighting game, but it's a fighting game with an overlay of self-expression where you have all these skins, you have all these dances, um, I don't know if there's anything about the map that no, is the, customizable. The gameplay, like the, it has taken on an entirely new uh, persona in terms of like it is not to think that Fortnite is just a battle royale anymore and not also like I think there's like go karting, there's hide and seek, there's so many different things that people have okay. yeah, made people just go out in and of do the just game, random and stuff, then developers yeah. have also facilitated in the game. Okay, yeah. So, okay, I read this. So I'm saying all this, and I actually haven't really played Fortnite. (laughs) But they're like, yeah, you can just go golf and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm thinking of this in PUBG terms. If I went and did that, I'd get shot. But can you actually, like... Some... Some people will shoot you. There's some people that I see that are just like, I don't care. Like, they're obviously really? doing okay. something. So, so the community. Gonna... Yeah. 
works yeah. with you. And there are there are servers in Minecraft to where so I Alan and I were a part of a server that a friend of mine of ours oh, hosted. Yeah. And I was I one of that. the town so the, so this type of server is called Towny. And so you have towns and you could have nations, you could have you know uh, wars if you wanted to. <laughs> Um, and Weird. so, yeah, you can have a whole um, economy and civilization aspect um, to where, and, and this is the huge social aspect of it, where for us, we would get on and then our you know friends online would be on. And so then you are chatting with friends online, you're building things together. And then I made like the town hall for my town. I think I had the largest town like on the server. Um, and then I would make like little plots of land for each person, each of the civilians in my town to, you know, make, uh, their, their house. Um, and so there was, there was lots to be built, um, and lots to be done with a, um, online community centered around Minecraft. Yeah. But also just like the stuff that you guys built in that server were like insane yeah just the scale of like designing it and how big they were i think that was was that a like free build thing where you i don't just know had all some people some people are just no so like so you um, had to go collect all the resources too, yeah right? and i wasn't a part of a lot of that building um but as far as i know um they start from scratch and like it's not in creative mode yeah. i think well you can when you own a server and you have mods on like 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 the townie thing is a mod yeah um and or like a plugin that you install um you can enable creative mode and so you could you could make it so you you are building it you know in creative just from infinite resources yeah but there are some people who don't I, i'm pretty sure that devin and justin um some friends of mine from from truman when they built theirs um more recently i think they did theirs totally in in survival yeah totally from scratch yeah it's just crazy the amount of time and just the the creativity to have the idea of that and build it like it really is cool to see when people build that yeah that's way more interesting than anything i ever do yeah but the cool thing is that the game is constructed to facilitate that allow that incentivize that and you know yeah. what have you but and i think it's limitations also is what makes it like there's not a story in minecraft it's not so open-ended that you could create really anything so then part of the challenge is to see what you can create based yeah. out of limitation and so that definitely has a very innate uh, appeal to it of course and and that that is a well-known aspect of creativity is that you need limitations in order to even have creativity at all yeah Creativity with no limitations um, is almost meaningless, um, yeah. if not impossible at, at some level. And so, yeah, that's the fun tension as a game developer or creator is to, you have to set those parameters, okay. um, which is interesting. All right, sign is I got seven. down to cave down here. Cool. I'm kind of just moving things around. At I'm at 13. I'm this a comfortable living space. Also, I put a fire on top of the door so we can find out where this thing is because it's kind of just buried in the... Sick. 
buried in the mountainside. So I don't know where Alan is or what he's doing. I just walked in. Oh, hey. All right, we got copper. What we're going to use it for? I don't know. It looks cool. Let me uh, close the ceiling back up. I'm oh, getting some iron down here. Sick. Yeah, you can burn anything wood. I know that. Except for bowls. I Jared's think. the one who showed me the, like the flint and steel. You just like, foomph and like light up a tree. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a spider. Um, do I have wool? I have. How many wool do you need for a bed? Three. I have <sighs> one. I got two. Okay. Well, I have one of each color. Well, that doesn't help. You have to have all the same color. I think. Right. Do you have two of the same color, and I can give you one? I guess. Yeah. You have okay. white. Yeah. That's what uh, I'm saying. I don't have any health, so I'm going to run upstairs. Man's is dead. I have half a I'm, I'm trying to open this oh, up so we can get all of the gear not in the doorway. Okay, one sec. I guess you can take those, yeah. But moving chests is the pain, is a pain. so we can leave those for a sec. Okay. Uh, um, that, oh, that's on my Where's stuff. the crafting Where's my crafting table go? You just killed it. Where did it Sick. There's two tables for. Can two people use the same crafting table at the same time? Yep. I think so. Okay, so I'm gonna keep that one for me. You're coming. I think you me. can also dye chests to. I mean, you can put you can put signs on them to indicate their use. But all right, um, where am I putting this bed? Um, let's. I don't know. Just, just on the wall. Yeah, or make a little side room. Okay, we need someone to go and get a a lot of wood. Um, I also like that both of your skins are girls. Yeah, it Mine? just automatically <laughs> did that for me. Mine wasn't. Mine always changes, and I don't Alan know Alan is not basic Alex. He's like <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> I need to turn this couch because my neck is cranking. Oh, there's a mini creeper. I was knocking on the door. What I also like to do with these caves is make a, a shaft where you can just jump down into a little pool of water and you can get down in your cave way faster. Yeah, um, that's a normal thing. Um, where you put a little oh, bit of jelly. I, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're not... Alex. You're like bald Alex. Yeah, I don't know what he is. I was the same thing, but then changed to my one of my normal skins. My my skin on before, or at least on the, the Java edition, was me wearing my Sambas with green jeans and my Vans shirt. Yeah. Um, like the baseball three-quarter sleeve tee. Yeah, I had a whole skin for that one too, and I honestly don't even remember. Oh what yeah, it I was. remember that skin. That looked exactly like Jared. That yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, we still don't have enough beds for everyone, but oh well. Uh, I hear sheep somewhere. Let's see if we can find some. Yeah. Does that server still run? No, I, I think it. he shut it down. Was that his actual server, or was yeah, he just he, a mod he hosted, for it? No, he hosted it. I think he had his, it on his computer. Dang. Uh, it's not hard to do, but th with the you realm... You just have to have the 
capability of it. Yeah, I mean, if you have just a, a, a decent computer hooked up to the router mm-hmm. um, and have a decent router, um, you know, you can do a lot. Yeah, that was fun. I forgot about that. Spent so many hours on that. Yeah, and one of the things that I sort of realized is, like, I spent so much time on this, and I have pretty much nothing to show for it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so like that's, that's something that I've sort of noticed in terms of how much I spend, even on, in, in video games in general. Yeah. There's no actual like real world return on it. Yeah. Unless it's, there's something to be said for, um, experiencing a very good story. I mean, yeah. lots of storytelling can be done through a video game, um, you know, obviously Minecraft is not the same type, but it does walk you through a journey of sorts uh-huh. um, in the discovery and, and all of that. Um, even just, you know, spoiler alert, knowing that there is a, an end to the game, uh, you know, like that's that's something that is not advertised in game. Yeah, and you have to figure that out. And I think in general that's something that can be said for video games too is like sometimes they're viewed as just like this stupid thing that kids do that's a waste of time but there is like the aspect of well it, like it's like going yeah. through a story same as watching a movie or whatever but then also like if you do it in a healthy way of like if it's just a way to unwind or you're doing something like that like i think that is really well and it beneficial. teaches you it teaches yeah there's you a things. lot to be learned from um you know people have thought you know you were watching you know the anna green gables and you're like oh you shouldn't have your nose in those silly books you know it's like there's there's uh you know cows to milk and you yeah. know crops to tend and all that and like those things are true, but there is definitely something to be said for the other aspects of human, you know, the human experience and human psychology that needs, um, it's not even just entertainment, but just it's stimulation of things that you do not encounter in everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. I've been listening to a guy who is an author and he talks about narrative, um, and, what good narrative is and what and bad narrative is and one thing he talks about is that the stories that you consume and participate in are catechizing your affections which is just a fancy way of saying like the stories that you consume are affecting the things that your taste and the things you like um and the reason that that is important or that even matters is because we humans are in a story and we perceive all reality as a story. Um, and there's a whole world of psychology and communication that you can get into of like the human mind is fundamentally social and fundamentally narrative and everything else in our mind and in our being is, is on top of that. Uh, the social narrative aspect of our brains um, is more fundamental than anything, than the logic part, than the survive part even. Um, and so, yeah, so the story that you're in and the stories that you're participating in and consuming um, affect you in a more deep way than, like, I need to go to work and, like, be a productive person and stuff like that. And so if 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 video games can then be a place where you participate in narratives and consume narratives, you're actually tapping into a deep part of who you are as a human. 
Mm-hmm. But then the immediate follow-up question is, well, okay, is this a good story or a bad story that I should be participating in? Because just because it's a story doesn't mean it should be something that you are consuming or being well, a part of. And, and art has evolved beyond even necessarily good and bad stories. Part of the artistic uh, appeal of it is that you are allowed to choose sometimes even what the story is in of itself, let alone how you interpret it. Yes. I, are you talking about video games or just art? In art, general? art in general, and video games especially. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you're playing GTA, then like, yes, you get to define well, the story at yeah, some level. Yes. Um, and and but um, yes, choosing how you respond to it or having very um, uh, even controversial topics in video games or or experiences in video games. Um, you know, there, there's, uh, books that can, uh, you know, or movies that can really tug on your emotions and your empathy and confuse you in some ways of like, now you're feeling empathetic for this character that you wouldn't normally feel empathetic for. But in a video game, you're experiencing it in a, in a not purely receptive way. You are contributing by playing the game. And so there's, there's a different, it's a different level of, um, emotional connection of emotional story. connection. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, the, the reason I'm bringing up story also is just that, like to say that video games are automatically a waste of time is to mischaracterize the potential. Like can video games be a waste of time? Of course. Like if, if you're playing Minecraft 12 hours a day and, and that's it, you're probably not, um, living your life well. Um, but to say that video games are only bad, um, I think is to grossly misunderstand what they really are on an abstract level um, and also misunderstand their potential. And, 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 to, and or even to say that video games are purely for the purpose of entertainment and entertainment alone is is maybe even missing it too and probably that's mostly because of the connotation of entertainment um you know i a video game is not in terms of productivity sure it's not really the most uh it's not really the thing you associate with with a video game um but uh challenging and expanding uh your openness um that that and putting yourself in new sort of emotional situations, uh, video games are very, video games and movies are, are very good at, at putting you in those, uh, you know, more precarious places in a narrative. Right, and that's that's just the vicarious nature of narrative. Of like, if you read a book, it's like I can I can actually emotionally become this character or uh, what's the what am I trying to say like I can actually experience war by watching Band of Brothers in a way that that I wouldn't have experienced um, if I didn't watch Band of Brothers and is going to war the same as watching Band of Brothers obviously not but it does change me Um, it does actually change me watching and participating or at least watching a narrative actually changes who I am as a person. And that is so much more than just, I was entertained by watching this thing. Right. You know, you, you, you are, 
you're engaging with your emotions, not just not just entertainment, not just even not just the positive emotions, even. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I like what you said earlier about like like the potential to be confused or conflicted or yeah, you can like you can are... have emotional dissonance. Like if there's the idea of cognitive dissonance, which is being like agreeing with things that technically disagree with each other and you have to like rationalize how they're like they're both right but like you don't that they don't really work with each other there's like an emotional version of that where you have this character like uh, even just the idea of like an anti-hero it's someone who is like technically the bad guy but in this story they're the they're the main character and you're supposed to sympathize with them and understand them or see how they're misunderstood or something right. like that and that that you know, brings people into situations that they feel, you know, maybe they feel like they're the bad guy all the time and wish that people would just understand them or at least give them a chance and, and listen to them. And, and that, that is a very, um, uh, that's a very common, um, story that is told, uh, through video games. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of movies nowadays are, are doing that thing where you empathize with the traditionally evil character, like the jo a joke, the Joker movie. I say the Joker movie, like there's yeah. only one, but the anti-hero is the Walking Phoenix one. Yeah. Um, but yes. And could it, and, and I over, I oversimplified it earlier when I said good and bad stories, but like, like, can you make a story where it's like, yeah, we're just going to sympathize and empathize with an evil character just because we want to be postmodern and be like, well, what's their truth? Like, is there, a bad way to do that from a Christian perspective, yeah, for sure. But is there value in maybe experiencing some of that tension? And I like the example you threw out earlier of like, um, of like, oh, maybe I identify and I feel misunderstood, and I feel like everyone perceives me as a villain, and maybe at work or at at home, you know, whatever. Yeah, and 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 so maybe that's a valuable way to spin that narrative yeah um and the, and the and the thing about that is like when you watch that movie or read that book or play that video game where you experience that you are like you are affected in such a way where it's like you are living that vicariously through the characters and you are being affected by it and then you are processing that narrative as if you lived it yeah and so i like i think there's probably several quotes where it's like you can live multiple lifetimes through reading and through other stories because there's something very true of like when we participate in a narrative uh vicariously whether it's through a video game or a book or a movie um you are still living life and Grow, growing or be or even being harmed you're being affected by it some in some way yeah well a lot of people also can i i'm, I'm this way where i can identify a lot of things but i'm bad at articulating them so sometimes just seeing a story or a feeling even just a very you know limited down to even just a feeling rather than you know um an entire story um seeing that articulated so eloquently is sometimes just something to marvel at um well and then it gives you the ability and, and it gives me the ability to, to say, communicate that. to communicate that yeah. and say like this person i feel this way and i i didn't realize other people felt that way not that I for for me personally not that i feel like am i crazy or whatever but it's like i'm not crazy but i don't know how to say this thing it's too complicated it's too complex 
Um, or I was like, I, I, I only have my experiences. So either I tell you like the last six months of my life or, or you just say or, Anakin Skywalker and then people are like, Oh, okay. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. You know, whatever you can use again. Yeah. It's like a stand in for you. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And then, so it's just cool how video games have the potential. Not all video games are, but video games have the potential to then be um, a conduit for narrative. Yeah, and a lot of the great. I mean, we going back to an idea of of simplicity, um, even just being attractive. I mean, all of the games that are held in set in the highest regard are the ones that are made a long time ago, like the Legend of the Zelda series, the Mario series, um, you know, yeah. in terms of the ones that everybody knows. Sure, it's it was because they were the first, um, and that's why they're so popular, but I think there is, I mean, I there's not a, a whole lot of narrative to be pulled out of, you know, Bowser stole Princess Peach, and now we got to go save her again, um, <laughs> but um, in terms of those, those video games, um, the simplicity of it, um, and just even uh, you know those games were simple. They they really you know we're talking about these things like oh video games they have this potential to tell this great story and you know you can do all these things and it's very therapeutic or just very uh, exciting. Um, even before that, you know before video games had even evolved to be capable of facilitating such an emotional experience, they were very simple. It was a guy jumping up and down on mushroom people and going in and out of the pipes, you know, running away from plants. You know, it's like it you know, that 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 is something that's like great, cool. <laughs> but just the the uh excitement of and and way that you can entertain and, and stimulate your brain just playing even those simple games is very um I, I think it has a very um, important role in, you know, in, in, in being generally industrious, seeing something, uh, seeing a, a problem to be solved and, and having to figure out how to solve it. Um, you know, that's more critical thinking, but, uh, you know, like video games facilitate that very, very well. Problem solving. Yeah. And, and, it, you know, especially, you know, we, this was a conversation that we had, or I guess I, I sort of brought up um over this weekend is like we you and i i, I can remember I mean, we benefited immensely from educational computer games uh before we even started kindergarten i mean we we had sesame street games on the computer we had this uh, jump start game that we played um you know on the computer and we were so well equipped for school because we had already been in situations where you have to learn something, you have to figure something out. And it had Elmo and Grover and all of these fun characters that we like. You know, they were presenting it to us, uh, you know, and, and rather than, you know, write your spelling words 10 times, you know. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, you can have a fun and Wait, engaging way that that's to. That's an academically valuable yeah. Everyone's favorite. Um, but you can, I, I'm saying you can present. <clears throat> Material and like, okay, you got to beat this guy. Okay, uh, here's this card and add it to the numbers on this card. Okay, go. You know, or like uh, shoot all the asteroids that the equation adds to four. You know, like that. Those are very uh, exciting and engaging. Um, you know, and, and and so that 
I, I mean, I even just identifying the cards, I mean, I didn't count the numbers on the cards or look at the numbers. I looked at the general shape. Okay, the seven has three, three, and one in the middle. Okay, uh, the five is similar to the three, but it just has, you know. So I would just even look at the shape, and, and I, I've, I can see how I identify things just by the general pattern, I, even just in terms of, like, counting stuff. You know, I, I do that still, and I, I developed that skill, in, you know, in third, third grade by playing that game. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I I don't know if I personally have those kinds of memories of learning academic skills on a video game. I do say one of the biggest uh, very practical takeaways that I had is learning how to cooperate through frustration. Yeah. Is absolutely something that you when get, you're playing like, Lego Star Wars Lego. and one person going on one side and the other person go to the other side. <laughs> that is exactly what I was going to bring up. I remember just getting into like not big screaming matches, but little yelling Drop matches. Drop out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with with my friend Nate, I'd be like, "I'm trying to go this way, and you're trying to go that way. What is wrong?" With you? And we'd kind of start get a little agitated at each other, and we'd had to figure out like like and and then Andrew would have to step in and be like, "Okay, you guys are either going to get along or we're not playing this game." <laughs> It's like, well, I guess we got to get along because we want to play this game. And so there, there's even um, character development to be had <laughs> in video games, again, if you do it right. Well, and, and for you and me, Daniel, like we, when we played computer games, we had one computer. That meant you played and I sat and watched or vice versa. <laughs> and we learned how to do that and I think bonded a lot together by doing that. Yeah. Yeah, because then there's also the collaboration of like, oh, which way should I go? What should I do? It's like, oh, you missed this thing right over here. It's like, go do that. Yeah. And so you have that along with it, too. Yeah, the collaborative nature of it. And, yeah, the teamwork aspect. On top of it being an, a, an artistic medium and, and storytelling uh, medium, you know, there's, there's this whole thing of experiencing and, and like, participating in the art. Um, you yeah. know, like video games, uh, you know, have that quality where you, you can participate in it. Music, you know, is like a real, t music is a real time thing. When you go to a concert or watch a play, you know, it, it's happening in real time. Um, and so like, the, it, it's a, this is sort of deviating onto a separate topic that they don't necessarily have to go into, but like there, there are different facets of different you know, art mediums that they don't really overlap and it can only be found in this one you know one specific medium and for video games the act the part of participating participating in the story is is something that's so core to you know uh, so that medium. To, to that medium yeah that's cool that kind of reminds me what uh, some people talk about stand-up comedy is one of the few art forms that requires the audience for it to even happen yeah, where it's like you can paint and write music and even play music and do all kinds of other arts. I mean, you could dance, you can do all these other arts um, that technically don't need an audience in, in order for the art to happen. But for stand up, you you almost can't do stand up in for a, sure uh, in a in an empty room unless so I mean, of course, of course, you can perform. record it and play a video later, but that that kind of loses the stand-up aspect of it. Yeah. It would be a very unentertaining stand-up video if it was done to an empty room versus a room with a bunch of people, like like watching a soap opera with a laugh track. You know, it's like, it's, it is a bit different. Yeah, and, and it would be more like writing a funny story that someone's going to read later 
than actual stand-up. Yeah. Um, it, it wouldn't take the same risks that stand-up takes. Yeah. Which is kind of the whole premise of stand-up is to be edgy. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the sake of being edgy sometimes. Yeah. Um, I assume you don't still need a bunch of planks. We always need planks. Okay. Because well, oh, I was going to go cut clay some. clay down here. Oh, are you going down here? Okay. Yeah, weird. Um, I, I'm, I'm still trying I to like make clay for... I'm still trying to make beds. Make some terracotta. Some shears. Oh, there's probably lush cave around here then. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. I, I randomly discovered that before I knew what it even was, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah, the axe models are pretty neat. Yeah, because this stone is different looking too. Ooh, redstone. Here we go. This is what I was looking for. Wait, you like redstone? Alan really likes redstone. No, I want to make a map. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've started to use redstone more in terms of like making a furnace room. Yeah, I never quite got into all that side of I it. I didn't get into it in terms of creative. There's so much you can do but, with some nuts. Uh, just seeing, like, having simple farms and stuff like that is, is very uh, efficient. Yeah, you can have, like, the self-harvesting stuff. Yeah. Which is really cool. Oh, self-harvesting? Yeah. Yeah, you can have a self-harvesting. You make these little machines that will, like, move themselves over, and it'll knock all the blocks... And so, like, for the grass and stuff, it'll, like, knock it towards yeah. a droppable object. Well, now with and the then you have water flowing that yeah. carries it to a place, and that water flows it into a hopper, which flows it into a chest. And it's like, there you go. <laughs> well, and, stuff. But now with the advent of villagers and, and slavery in Minecraft, you can trap, <laughs> you can trap a, a villager. Can in, you do that unmodded? Yeah, you drop, you trap a, uh, you, you make a farm, you surround it in glass, and then you put a, a I think you put a bed in there, um, and you 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 get a a, a lead and <laughs> wrap it around a, a villager That's and drag crazy. them in there, and then they will run your farm for you, <laughs> and then you just get the food from Jeez. it. But yeah, so oh, if you want to play go. the game very fast, you you rank up villagers so you can trade for the items that you want rather yeah. than going and mining for them. Interesting. This deep slate is a cool material. Uh, the or deep cobblestone, whatever the dark one is. E yeah, mm -hmm. deep slate is what it is normally, and I think it cobbles also as regular stone. I just found a ton of iron, so I can go. Uh, there's cook this up. There's iron up there. Oh, there is. Okay, yeah. I was gonna. Yeah, that's that's our first priority is to amass a lot of iron. Yeah, I just found a little load of it. Okay, load up your hole and get back upstairs. I'm gonna make a little. Oh, we need to start mapping out this cave. It's gonna get spooky. I get lost. If there was a debug menu, you could see what time it was. <laughs> Not on the Xbox. Yeah, they have the... You can build the sundial. I never understood what that was for, and I was like, oh. Oh, there's a ton of iron. But you can't it's, have that under... Oh, no, you can't have you, it You carried it in your hand, but I'm like, that's like the dumbest thing. <laughs> it's like, like one job. Cool. But if you're underground, it's like, how is this yeah. uh, actually working? But it's Well, it's also them. like a little bit, what's it's, the point of it? It's like an eye sundial. It's a smart sundial. Yeah. Like, why do you really care? If much? Apple existed centuries ago. Did you guys hear that uh, Apple had a lawsuit and they actually had to pull some of their watches from the shelf? 
Oh, really? Like the lawsuit actually stuck. Apparently, they violated a patent, or allegedly, they violated a patent um, in some O2 sensors in some of their watch series. Interesting. So, like, today or yesterday, it has to come off the shelf. Sick. And I don't know if, like, the lawsuit will go through, but, like, as a whatever, I don't know if it's an injunction or whatever the term is for, like, okay, well, we don't we haven't investigated, but for now, you got to do the thing. Yeah. So what does that turn into then if you have oh, one? Oh boy, you I'm get a damages for it. I did. I don't know because it's or is not it more just the the patent and the actual like design of it. Is I think problem. that's I think that's B to B beef. I don't think that really affects the consumers because it's not like your experience or your health is compromised by a patent violation. Gotcha. That's my guess. I what don't it is, know. someone's profit. I don't see how you could claim damages for like yeah the. That is that guy's O2 sensor, and you stole it. <laughs> yeah. Now give me money. Right? Yeah, I don't think I don't think that works. But all right, we got some iron. Got some iron cooking. Cooking up. I thought I could do Minecraft and talk pretty well, and now I'm like talking and not Minecrafting. I'm just like standing in this room, like, duh, what do I do? But I don't have a job picked out. If I knew what I was doing. Well, if you come down here, we're we're getting a bunch of iron and stuff. Where did my the highway go? Um, I think what I'm doing is waiting it for it to be light out so I can go get some shears and make a bunch of beds. Yeah. And then I also... I mean, just go kill a sheep. No, I have Because we have all the stuff. Well, it's not... I mean, you're not going to lose anything if you die. Well, yeah. I, I don't know where my... It's the principle. No, it's the principle of I don't want to die. I don't know where my big tunnel that I just dug went. It's also raining, so I can't tell what time Yeah, it is. I might have made that no more. Well, we need a sheep farm. Did you fill it in? or did Nah, you... I just kind of like was digging. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of destroyed in here. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Got to keep it organized. All right, where's the sugar cane at? Oh, it's here. It's in the chest. Ah, that's not. What we could have done is, oh, wait, we, could have, is. we could have pooled our maps and not used our bonus maps on the same spot. And then we would actually know more, but maybe it doesn't matter. Al, it is worth making a cartography table. A uh, cartography table, yeah, we haven't got to that point yet. Or just I'm just saying, slave. you can make maps with fewer resources oh. and you can rename the maps. Yeah, but so okay, if you're how making do you make map, a cartography? I think you have to have a map in the first place. Why don't you just enslave yeah, a cartographer? Yeah, two maps and... Jared. <laughs> I think it's two maps and it looks like wood. I'm just Box. saying, it'll, it'll be worth it for you. One yeah. of the things that you can do um, is you make a giant... Oh, no, it's, it's like a mall, basically, where you have a bunch of, like, the whatever stands, like... It's like it's, it looks like a little podium, um, and that's where the the villagers will sell their stuff. But it's just like a big area where you have like thirty villagers that you keep trading with to rank them up, um, and then they all have like a bunch of beds. So it's it's it. Um, then you can. It's like going to a market, but they all like are in prison or something. <laughs> you keep coming back to that. Ow. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff you can do to Minecraft. 
Okay, I am harvesting. I mean, they don't complain. Do you need, by wood, do you just want wood or do you want planks? Are you talking to me? Jared. Um, I would keep it as rough lumber until we need to, because it's more compact that way. Anyway, okay, it, it, it multiplies by four when you Sheep. turn it into planks. Okay, I'm mapping out this cave, and there's a scooter. Okay, now we got a cartography table. All right, Where'd the sheep go? I need your wolves. I'm the barber. Hold still. Chop. Ooh, yeah, you just been. <laughs> Get cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how do I build a map uh, on here? Oh, yeah, you don't actually build maps on here. You just level them up. Uh, oh, that also helps. Yeah. But, yes, we might be a step ahead of ourselves. Exactly. All right, now I got to go make more paper. Okay. Yeah, and if you're ever making a map, make a locator map, not just a normal map. Oh, yeah, of course. Because those have your icons on them. Yeah. Made that mistake. Yeah, I, I looked that one up first before I did that. On that yeah, I one. did. I made 10 maps. and Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. Down the garbage. It took me so long to get all that paper because I was in, like, the middle of a forest, so I had to go find desert somewhere. Oh, I forgot. It took you forever. put your map in your left hand. Yeah. Why am I not doing that? Although, yeah, once we get established here, I want to get on a boat and look around. Cool. Ooh, more sheep. Who just hit me? <sighs> All right, I saw you put a block of copper above the door. Yeah, and that it does look cool. And it tarnished. Look at it. Oh, I'm coming back right now. Here, look on my screen. You can make the statue. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Kind of cool, but kind of gross. Yeah. Um, we can make a big statue. You can dip them in beeswax. Oh, Al, I see a sheep on your screen. Do you have shears? Uh, no, but I can just beat them. No, you get more wool for shears. <laughs> <laughs> I can beat them to death. <laughs> Jeez. How about you that? You get more wool by shearing them, which is why I took the time to do that. Gotcha. Okay, we got tons of wool now. And by tons, I mean we can make at least one more bed. <laughs> I mean enough. A giant copper statue, and we can make it about freedom. For and sure. We could give it away. Okay, what was I doing? Beds? Oh, but we also need enough beds to each have one with us. I mean, yeah. Because then if you're on an expedition, it's like, and you need to throw down and snooze, you you want that option as well. Cool thing about the beds is you don't actually have to, like, sleep the whole night in them to reset your spawn point. Yeah, you can you just, just have to lay them. down. Oh, you just have to hit the pillow. Yeah. That's cool. And then it sets it, which I... I don't know if that's a new update, but... No, that's always been a thing. It's very nice. Okay. Grants. Dark oak. I'm trying oh, to find I should lava. Plant, I should plant these saplings. Nah, we, we don't got plant trees yet. Well, it's just good. It's just good to throw them back down just so you have wood respawning. Be responsible. Uh, do the super trees. What's that? Build four in a do a little uh, square. Oh, plant them that way? Yeah, and then they okay. make like super trees. That's cool. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. Gravel is garbage. Throw that in the <laughs> trash. 
Can you actually do anything with gravel? I mean, you can build stuff. You can get flint it's from it. It's used in crafting, I think. Hmm. Oh yeah, I've got a bunch of wood. Let me actually put that in the chest. Minecraft playlist kind of bangs. It is, yeah, and they've developed it, and it's gotten even better than the beginning. Yeah, that's also a whole world of music of like, how do you make music that you can listen to for six hours and not be pissed off by? <laughs> right, and they they nailed that, and yeah. I'm sure there's people, there's musicians and producers that have already solved that problem. Yeah, but it's cool to think about how like, oh, a lot of times it's like you want to make music of like, I'm gonna think about this music and I want the music to be amazing. Yeah, to be the centerpiece, but it's like, how do you make background music that? accomplishes that purpose really well yeah That's and is cool. still interesting to the point where it's not like maybe you're not mad at it but it's still like engaging right how does it add to the experience yeah yeah they they definitely nailed that jared showed us a cool video too of how like video game music um how it adds to the experience of playing the game um uh, and they were talking, what was it, Jared, talking about? Just, like, weird harmonies that, like, add tension and don't have a result. Oh, that was part of it. It doesn't resolve. It was, because, was it like, just a musical analysis? Yeah. And, like, how if the game, if the, if, if the, the game is ongoing, then the music shouldn't resolve harmonically if, if the narrative is not resolving. So how do we have music that is ongoing harmonically um, to match the story that's going on. Yeah, I think this so that was, was a cool, that yeah. Was a cool thing. Yeah, there's a YouTuber who analyzes video game music. Um, his name is 8-Bit Music Theory. Um, and he's one of my favorites. Um, and I think you're referring to the video on non-functional non harmony. Yes. And so uh, Chrono Trigger is a RPG about... Um, I, I haven't played it, but the, the one track in particular, I think it's called Secret of the Forest, um, and it just goes between two chords, and there's no um, tonal center for tonal one center. Um, it's not playing the tonic of the key. It's the four going to the three, and just alternating between those two. And, and they were extended chords. And right? they're extended chords, right. and you could infer different chords over, you know, based off of the melody. Also, they were using contrasting modes so like on the four it was more in a Lydia well um, it was treating as each chord as if it was the one um, and so the four um, you know it was treating it, it it wasn't particularly in the Lydian mode and then for the the three it wasn't particularly in the Phrygian mode so um, you didn't you, you had a um certain notes that that you you couldn't they don't fit the key. Signature. They don't fit the key signature, and right. so it temporarily visits these other keys as you're playing that chord, um, and so it was a very appropriate soundtrack for 
walking around in a mystical forest um, where you don't really know where you're going and there's not really necessarily sp anywhere specific that you're supposed to go. Um, and so the, the thing with the music is that it wasn't going anywhere. Right. Um, and that's, that is what non-functional harmony does. It, it doesn't go anywhere, but it, but in of itself, there is tension. Um, but it's tension that you as the listener interpret rather than, um, you know, the more academic, um, rules of like this chord leads to this chord, obviously, because when you're listening to it, you know, it, it does, you know, it produces a certain feeling in you. Um, but it was just doing, uh, more non-traditional forms of that. And so it was, it was a very, it's very important how the, you know, the, the music can really shape how you, uh, experience the game. Um, you know, if you played a horror game with no music, it would be a lot less spooky <laughs> yeah. than one that is very creepy. And sometimes, um, or, uh, so in the Breath of the Wild, its music is purely reactive. And so it, there's a soundtrack, but it's like in electronic music when you have like, um, sequencing where like you have a certain part that's playing and another part that's playing and then you queue up this other part so like you get into a battle and then the piano uh, gets all um you know is more upbeat and more tense and doing things and then you or you might decide to engage the enemy in battle and so then the you know the music keeps going or you just run away and then it gets back to being more calm and so that was a very interesting uh, and very cool uh, way to have the soundtrack react to what you're doing. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense in an open-ended thing like a game for the music to not be so uh, scripted. Yeah, so yeah. Cool. Breath of the Wild is an open-world uh, game, and so you can do whatever whatever you want. And the music follows you. Yeah. That's cool. Found a bunch of coal. And, and an interesting thing, this is a thing that when, when you get good better at playing video games or you've played a video game, a certain game, uh, if you've played it before. Um, so it's, it's a normal thing of like you're discovering the game and it's teaching you things. And so like you encounter a certain enemy. And so then it teaches you how to fight this enemy. And so then you learn this mechanic and so you're like, Oh, okay. So the next, all these, these guys, you have to kill them this way. So then every time you see them, you go and kill them. But in a lot of games, you could just run by them and not engage them. <laughs> and so that's a thing that I learned. It's like, Oh, I don't have to kill every bad guy. I could just run past them and not have to fight them. And that was a thing. Did you take that as a life lesson? Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> well, um, well, but in terms I'm, I'm of... I'm asking, is that where you're going with this? I'm not going that in oh, okay. direction in particular, but at least in terms of video games, uh, I know I, I'm into speed running or, or like, uh, you know, watching things about speed running. There's a game that's an open world game called Outer Worlds. The way you beat the game is you just run from this area to this area, do this thing, talk to this person, do this thing, and, and then you win. You, you don't fight any of the bad guys. You, you just run past all of the bosses and you don't, you don't do any combat. That's and funny. so there's some games, uh, especially in more difficult games, uh, like the, the Dark Souls series, like some bosses are just too powerful to fight. 
And so you're in a situation where you do have to be super careful and sneak around and, and because you will just die. <laughs> you can't fight all of the bad guys. Um, and so that's, that's an interesting thing in terms of like, uh, some games can be too linear where like you, you fight the bad guy, you, you get the thing, you get the power up, you know, if you can't fight the bad guy, then you get a new power up and you, you, the, you know, level up. So now you can fight the bad guy. Oh, I left the bad guy into the, yeah. Speaking thing. of, bad guys, speaking of bad guys, there's a zombie in the bedroom. <laughs> Reaper. Oh no. Rod. What is happening with the floor in the, yeah, Alan, you raised it up a half block. And so now we can't like walk or jump. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, except we can't. <laughs> we can't get it. We cannot traverse. Okay, well, the creeper just blew up like two squares. So. Sick. Okay, there's a zombie coming down the stairs. <laughs> okay, the the most powerful weapon is not the sword; it's the axe, and you're supposed to jump and attack when you land, and you do like a, a one shot. Wombo combo, like as you're hitting the ground. Yes. Got it. It turns it to wombo. Yeah, Al, if you can do this floor, you just need to put it down. Down a level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what was the point, Jared, of not fighting every bad guy? The point of is that is a maturing in your understanding of video games. And, uh, and it can be extended to things in life. But, like, there are some things that, like, in a video game, you're expected to fight, fight the bad guys, get the power-ups, do the thing. And if you if you can't do that, then that's an indicator that you need to go do something else, then come back and you can do the thing, like a um, a key and lock sort of uh, paradigm. Paradigm. Okay. Where you have a, a you gain a key to a lock that you don't know where it is, or you find a lock door that you don't know where the key is. <clears throat> so okay, you're talking about yes, and in the traditional paradigm. Every puzzle that exists is there to be solved. Yes, be solved, and especially in and in these new games, it's in not newer games. The case. It's not necessarily that case. That's interesting. especially in like um, the Last of Us. If you kill every zombie, you'll exhaust all of your inventory, um, and then now you can't. You know, like there's limited inventory. In some games, you can't even carry low infinite ammo. Or, or things like that, let alone find infinite ammo. And so there are a lot of places where you have to pick your battles uh, because you you just have to conserve all of it, all of your uh, – conserve your, your resources. That's interesting. I don't know if I've ever thought about that before. That is cool. Okay, Al, how can we help with this floor? Because it's a wreck. I got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we lowering the ones that are in front of the furnaces? Yeah, low. Uh, yes, dig everything out so then you can build the floor back in. Yeah, half slab. A half slab floor just introduces complications. Cool, cool. What is it made of, Al? It's the deep slate. It looks cool. Polished deep it slate. It looks like a, like the black and glass aesthetic, like black metal. Yeah. Like a very modern. Uh, um, Bachelor aesthetic, Colleen Noir, Noir. The the modern bachelor or a modern aesthetic that is also a bachelor. The second one. <laughs> My bad. Who's hitting me? My bad. Okay. What 
am I doing with my life? Okay, I have iron. Isn't that the question? I'm trying. Okay, if we have iron, we need to find lava. Yeah, I've made a bucket so that once that happens, we can do stuff. I'm going to make a jump shoot down to the bottom of this cave. Jump shoot, jump shoot, cover me. And now you've been flagged. I need more. Yeah, where's our <laughs> iron <flagged>. protection? <laughs> it gets what you so like, He didn't write that. That's on YouTube. If this was a YouTube podcast, they'd be like, get them. No monetization for you. Can we copy strike? Yeah. Yikes. Um, what is happening with the cave? Where did all the iron go? Did we find any big caverns or are we just... Um, at the very bottom, I found some. Hmm, interesting. But they weren't, great yet. they weren't good for caving. Okay. Spelunking. But I'm going to go down to 11 and go off to the side. Um, we? We're at negative. Okay, this is fine. Okay, so I'm going to branch out this way. What does that sound? Yeah, something sounds creepy. Uh, is that I, someone screaming upstairs? Yeah, it's the movie Upstairs. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? It sounded okay. like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Screams. Oh, <laughs> like Roller Coaster Screams. Which, that's kind of an audio with the, the opening sound sequence of that. Is dun, 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 dun. But then you hear people going, yeah! And screaming yeah. in the background. That would creepy. Okay, I didn't think this through. I'm digging down, but I have no way to get out. Although, I think if I dig forward, that'll be my way out. How far down did the stairs go? Um, the main stairs go down to 10. Okay. I'm on 10. I'm on 10. I took a perk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Another copy strike. Although, yeah. that, is that one going to hit the mainstream? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Alan. Oh, hey, I, I fell into <gasps> Lush Cave. Lush Cave. Lush Cave. Lush Cave. Let's go. Except this is really small. Did I bring any torches? A small lush. There's glow berries <laughs> that don't glow. I have a campfire. Will I set this place on fire? Mm, probably not. Isn't that it's the very question? humid. Oh, there's the torches. I thought I had some. Here we go. Nice slab. Boom. Lit. Hey, look at this. Oh, wow. Although, see, it's not very open yet. Yeah, we haven't found a very open... It, I've cave. never found a lush cave this small. Just pop a wall and it'll be bigger, probably. Yeah. Hey, look. Just turn on the next one.